0: Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. I'm joined by... Monique, Mini Pizza, how are you going?
1: Not bad,
2: not bad. And
0: Kate Campbell, mate, how are you?
2: It is good to be here recording in person.
0: Yes, we're here for money and chill, which is a bit more of a relaxed episode. So, a bit of fun. Uh, we're going to have some money-saving tips. Kate wants to talk about the recession that's impending,
2: doom yes, and gloom. Everyone wants to know about the recession on.
0: Yes, um, so we'll get to that, uh, which is pretty topical because people are a bit worried. Interest rates are going up on mortgages and what have you. So, yeah bit of fun
2: yes so this is our uh, money and chill session we do each month if you want something more serious tune into one of our other episodes but it's a good chance for us to share some of the things we've learned about at the moment some of the books we're reading some of the money hacks we've found and yeah just some of the general finance news
0: yeah cool i like it i haven't read a book but i did go back and listen to brian cox on joe rogan he's the space guy
1: I love the
0: space guy. Yeah. Um, we love all space guys. But uh, this one in particular, he, you know, was in a band.
1: Oh, Brian really? Cox.
0: He you know that song Things Can Only Get Better. Oh uh, yeah, 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 okay. I think he was the guitarist in that. Oh, no way. I'm pretty sure. Someone's gonna correct me and be like, oh, he was the drummer or the bass guitarist. But yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, super cool. I and love now that. he's like, a touring academic oh, and thankfully
2: we're not a music podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my vocal that's the full range that's beautiful so. can
2: we get the full uh, the full <laughs> yeah. song next time yeah please? for sure oh, for sure we're not taking Owen to karaoke
0: Kate does have a good voice come on Kate Home no on okay. I am not seeing it. so what are we talking about then
2: Well, firstly, I think you need to talk about recessions because it's in the title.
0: Okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, Kate's very firm on this, that if it's in the title, I must talk about it uh, because I like to just put crazy titles on podcasts. Um, So, recession, yeah, people are concerned because interest rates are going up and that means, you know, the biggest expense. If you look at all the studies, so AMP, ANZ, Finder, everyone that does studies of financial stress, the number one thing is uh, mortgages or rent. And the second thing is grocery bills. Uh, and so both of those things have gone way up. And that ultimately means that people are now paying more. And this is coming at a time where we've got record low unemployment. So people are employed. And the reason why the RBA has to raise interest rates is because the economy is doing too well, as in inflation's going up because of groceries and all that, and energy, fuel, petrol. And so what typically happens after the central bank, aka RBA raises interest rates, is the economy basically grinds to a halt. That's the purpose of interest rates, to go up. So everyone's like, holy crap, I need to start saving and not spending. And because they're not spending, businesses aren't earning as much, then it goes in reverse really quickly. Um, And typically what happens after interest rates go up is we get close to a recession. So uh, just a few things. When, when uh, people think of recession, the idea, the thing that popped into your mind, if you just heard us say recession, the thing that popped into your mind is probably like a black and white photo, someone standing out in the corner waiting f- for like rations or like food stamps. That's not a recession. That's actually a depression. And a depression is typically three years of a recession. Now, the chances of that happening in Australia are incredibly low like incredibly low. That's when unemployment might be like 20 or 30%. That's very unlikely. It could happen, like it's happened in parts of Europe, but it's very, very, very unlikely. Most likely, a recession for us would look something similar to what happened during Corona. We actually had a recession during Corona and not many people knew it. It was the quickest recession. Um, And the reason why we bounced out of it was because the government stimulates. So what happened is government stimulated, inflation went up, interest rates go up. We go back into... Potentially a recession will go close to slower growth. Then we might do the same thing again. And so, yeah, I mean, how do you, what do, what do we do from here? Um, some of our money saving tips would help. So things like putting money in an offset account. If you have a mortgage, you get an offset account from your bank. If you don't have one, talk to your bank. Also negotiate a better rate while you're there. Um, I'm refinancing at the moment. Um, and it, I'm revaluing a house and refinancing. Uh, at the same time, because then we might be able to release equity to do more improvements or whatever. And the idea is that um, with an offset account, you can reduce your interest. So if you have any savings accounts or term deposits, you're probably better off not having them. You're better off just putting it straight in an offset account if you have a home. Uh, there'd be, be, it'd be better interest and you don't pay tax on the interest that you save from an offset account. So it's better. Do you have an offset account?
2: Yes, I do. I'm in the process of, I used to have lots of little bank accounts, um, especially with up, for lots of different categories. And now I'm in the process of uh, uh, putting everything into the offset and just keeping a manual list of what things were allocated to what, because uh, it's not really any help for me having all these little bank accounts running around where I could more effectively use that money by putting it all in the offset.
0: Yeah, do you have an offset account? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys just have one? Like do they tell you like they nominate?
2: Uh, I just have one right now. I think you can have up to 10 with my particular bank, but I'm just trying to keep my life simple i've been used to making it more complicated in the past and now i'm very much keep things as simple as possible yeah (laughs) a couple of brokerage accounts yeah yeah it's just it's easier long term to keep things simple so i think i've gone simple complex back to simple it's just easier
0: that's the way we do things as um humans that uh interact with finances we make it more complicated and simplify Uh, the other thing is um like i said with my with my bank i have 99 offset accounts um, they basically every account that you open is an offset account. Yeah, or You can have up to yeah, you, you yeah, have you an open have, yeah. You can have yeah, like one cent in each. <laughs> Jeez. No, so yeah, so every, a lot of goals, All say. your savings can basically go in there. And um, something that I wrote about to the RASC ETF members yesterday was, even if you have like a small amount in bonds, like bond ETFs, you could even put that money in an offset account instead of having it in bonds right now because an offset account would yield more than the bonds. Um, but yeah, so that's some things you can do. And then the big one is the number one thing that people get concerned about in a recession is job security. So really, a recession won't matter to you if you keep gamefully employed. And so the way you do that is you make yourself valuable to your employer, you seek out multiple income streams, you do a You know, we did a podcast on this and we've got the careers course. It's about making yourself like not be fragile financially. So, those are things you can do. And right now is the best time to look for those jobs because we've actually got more job vacancies than ever in the history of reporting job vacancies in Australia. And also, unemployment is really low. What that means is a lot of employers are looking for people and just simply can't find them. So you might have bargaining power. You might be able to make yourself more valuable, move into a different position. That means that your job is more secure. Um, And that's basically, that's what we can do.
2: And if you haven't had a salary negotiation conversation for a few years because of COVID and worried about job security, now might be the time to start thinking about it and putting your um, folio of evidence and all the work and training you've done over the last couple of years together so you can bring your case to to your manager or your boss or whoever's going to have those conversations with you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like we've glazed over a few points here, but if you have credit cards and all that type of crap, um, get rid of it because- Yeah, you do not want those when you're also feeling unsure about your mortgage and all that sort of stuff. Just like whatever way, if it's an um, avalanche or if it's a snowball strategy that you're following to get rid of your debt, just that should be the priority before you invest, before you do all those types of things. A positive of people freaking out about recessions, by the way, just one final thing, is um, lower prices, lower property prices. So if you're a first home buyer, good for you. Um, We're seeing a record number of pre-approvals in Australia at the moment. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, also, if you're a share investor, um, some shares have been sold down. So now is the time to go shopping, um, particularly not with like, your emergency fund. Not your emergency I've fund, seen in some
2: different that. Facebook groups that people have actually wanted to take advantage of falling prices with their emergency fund because that's yeah. the only cash they had available. And I think that's a really risky move because yeah. this is the time when you really need to have that emergency fund as your foundation.
0: There's no rush. like the. the if we go into a recession, we're probably not, I don't think, to be honest, I don't even think we will go into a a recession. A recession is just two quarters, like two, three month periods of the economy going backwards. Maybe we do, but it wouldn't be severe. Like, I think Australia is so bloody resilient. I don't think we're actually going to have something catastrophic happen. And even if we do, it wouldn't be that bad. So, um, that's going to take, you know, a couple of years to play out. So, you've got plenty of time. Like, Commonwealth Bank will still be around in two years. You can take your time if you're going to buy those shares or whatever. Yeah. Um, and if you're yeah.
2: worried about investing at the moment, it's a, it's a good opportunity to figure out how you can automate your investments so you're not continuously thinking, is today the best start day to buy that ETF or mm. to buy that share? Because that adds a lot of mental pressure to you trying to figure out when's the best day. Whereas if you had a set and forget strategy where you can set up on the first day of every month, I'm going to manually or set it up automatically automatically invest in my ETF portfolio based off this strategy that I've written down in a time when things were
1: calm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um the same strategy that you're following six months ago should be the same one that you're following now. Speaking of, Monique, you just got a sec you get a second dividend.
1: I did. Yeah. It was like six dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> six dollar dividend. I got a free coffee. <laughs> you got a free coffee. Cool.
0: Did you um did that like appear in your bank account? Is that yeah. just what happened? Yeah. And you were like, huh
1: Yeah, Kate actually reminded me and um, she was like, you should check your bank account. And I'm like, so I'm like, oh, $6 bank.
0: Well, do you have the same ETF?
2: (laughs) No, no, no. But most of the um, ETF providers had quarterly distributions in the last 30 days or so. And so um, I saw them all going X distribution and releasing. So it was a good time to remind your new investing friends that they quite possibly have received a distribution. Keep
1: reminding me, please. (laughs) And they should
2: be excited about it. I think this is something to celebrate you've. Invested people celebrate buying properties. Yep. I've said this a few times <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. but celebrate your friends that make their first investment into an ETF or into a share and. It's a it's good exciting. time to celebrate.
0: Yeah, yeah passive so, income. Yay. You are earning passive oh my income, This is the start <laughs> of you being true. Australia's next Warren Buffett. But it right? starts <laughs> off as
2: $6 yeah. and it grows over time. As Monique keeps adding to her exactly. ETF portfolio, mm-hmm. her distributions will grow as well. Mm. And that's why this morning's coffee you had was dedicated to your yep, it was $6 dollar distribution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. So that we can get more of these Pellegrinos. So you're gonna have to water. pay tax Definitely. on that
2: distribution. I haven't told you that. Oh, part. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you have to pay some tax. Oh
0: well. Um, but yeah, so we've got uh, we've got you know uh, some scary headlines around the moment. I think just stay optimistic. Uh, to be honest, I'm not that bothered. Uh, but like, it doesn't bother me at all because I think if you're an accumulator. You buy more assets. If you're nearing retirement, just make sure you have that cash flow buffer in place um, and the cash balance in place, where it might be like, say, instead of us saying six months of emergency fund, you might have two years. And the brilliant thing is, if you don't have a um, an offset account because you've paid off your mortgage, just put it in a term deposit. Like, this is not a re- recommendation, it's just something that I noticed. Macquarie has a, a term deposit, one year term deposit, paying 3.25%, which, if you've got, you know, if you're a retiree, you've got one or $200,000 um that's meaningful now all of a sudden it's gone from like a hundred bucks to you're getting three grand a year uh from a term deposit so this is like this is back in the day this is 2007 like let's party it's a good Uh, reminder that awesome
2: if you do have a savings account like it hasn't really mattered too much in the last couple of years when savings accounts were paying nearly nothing in interest but they're actually paying decent amounts of interest now. So you should, I've seen like ING and Up Mm. make announcements in the last few weeks that they have increased the interest rates on savings accounts. So I think it's a good reminder that if you haven't already check to see if if you don't have an offset account or a mortgage or anything like that, and you've just got some money in a savings account, maybe you're saving uh, for a holiday, Put that money in a high-interest savings account and shop around to find a good rate, and not just a honeymoon rate that only lasts for yeah, two or three months. Yeah, there's some crappy
0: ones. Like the one – was it IN, ING was the one that had like – it was like five different things you had to do oh, to get –
2: ING the- still have a lot of criteria to get oh, there high interest rate but it could be worth it yeah it's uh, i think yeah yeah, you had to make like five purchases you had to put in at least a thousand dollars it had to go up in terms of balance yeah there's a lot of rules i haven't checked the latest but um, yeah yeah if you can if that is your main savings account and you are adding to it every month it could be Make sense for you, yeah. But just okay. make sure you can meet whatever criteria the bank. I know Up says you have to make five transactions as well.
0: But their interest is pretty low. From, like this has gone. This, sorry, I shouldn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> haven't checked
0: it. <laughs> no, so we don't. We don't have the numbers in front of us. But I thought was, that was a bit lower. Their interest rate. Up, it's
2: a bit lower, but I think it has increased as well.
0: Okay. Kate might do some googling live on oh, air. Yeah, we're going um, <laughs> to. And anyway, so we've got three. Uh, we've got well, all three of us are going to come with some lessons. Uh, or some tips or strategies to save money, um, and I think they're all going to be very different for the three of us. Mine is a mystery to the ladies.
2: Okay, it's still pretty low. What is it? Like one point one percent.
0: So one point one percent for Up Bank.
2: I'm sure I saw a notification. Slash Bendigo. Bendigo. It's
0: owned by Bendigo, isn't yes. it? Fully owned by Bendigo now. Yeah. Interesting. Good old Bendigo Community In the Bank. Fine print doing. It is doing is up is a brand. Of Bendigo
2: work. and Adelaide Bank. So there you go.
0: So, you know, 1% is better than what we had 12 months ago. But, yeah. um, you know.
2: There are some, I definitely have seen some better rates around. But
0: yeah. I mean, you can get. So, the idea of a term deposit, just for people that don't know, the, the term deposit, the reason why you get more on a term deposit than the savings account is because your money's locked in, because that allows the bank to lend your money to someone else on the other side. Like if there's a credit card or something like that, they've got the guarantee that you're going to keep your money with them for a year. So that's why they like term deposits.
2: So ING, their savings maximizer, 2.6% variable rate, which is only what you get. If you deposit $1,000 from an external account, you make five card purchases that have settled and you grow your account balance each month.
0: Okay. So
2: there's a lot, (laughs) that would probably be if you're saving in that bank account and you're using that that's a a transaction, transaction account, and you're getting your pay put into that account because that would be an external. So basically, want source. all of your personal. Banking. Yeah, so you really need to think if you can meet that because you don't want to end up having to spend money or. Do I think
0: s- the final criteria, the increasing bank balance. I think that's just to stop people from depositing a thousand dollars in and, and, then and taking a thousand dollars out. Yeah. Uh, so so that kind of makes sense, but I mean, there would be other banks around that have better savings rate is savings is your goal. If you do... Oh, it's it only available up to
2: $100,000 $100, as well. So, there's a few $100,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, most people, that's great. Yeah. And
2: they've got pretty decent, some decent terms. I do like rates. the app.
0: Like, I know this isn't a podcast about banking apps, but I do like <laughs> the ING app. Yeah. Like, it's pretty easy to use. Apple Pay. Oh, they like, keep everything simple. If yeah. you
2: want a simple banking app, that's quite a good option. Yeah.
0: I still use it. I like it. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Monique, maybe we'll start with you then because I think yours is... um a bit of fun
1: sure so um, go for it i've actually got like another one that i just thought of as we were talking okay
0: just start with that one uh, yeah because yeah. you hacks.
1: mentioned you mentioned um like groceries and stuff yeah. prices going up kate just recently sent me a free hello fresh box because you already signed up with HelloFresh. yes i wasn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've now cancelled
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry hello fresh
1: no but you yeah not- and then like i only paid ten dollars postage for uh, it was like three meals, for people type thing. Oh, wow. So that's gonna be so much food. It's coming on Saturday. And did wait. you cancel? Cancel, so canceled. you're not going get yeah. a <laughs> meal. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to be careful with those things because then it you. goes on the subscription. Yeah. But like, yeah, for like one week's worth or however much you eat, um, yeah, I only paid $10 for all those uh, groceries. So no, we saved a hundred bucks. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Jeez. Okay. So find a friend that <laughs> is using HelloFresh to rec- refer, refer you. Do you get yeah. anything
1: for that, Kay? You get like a $25 credit. A $25 credit.
0: So it's 125 bucks basically of savings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: If you count both people. I was so happy. I was like, this is free
1: food. (laughs) Yeah, so
2: if you do have a friend that has a HelloFresh app, it does, you can send free boxes to friends to try it out. Like HelloFresh always have really good deals if you're a first time user. Yep. um, Or even if you've left for a while. So I usually just wait for those. Though I have a new house address, so I'm gonna try having a new account. (laughs) Hopefully HelloFresh don't listen to this (laughs) and like block me. I better (laughs) better order this box before this episode goes live. (laughs) Um, um, but there is some things like, especially if you're moving house, you can take advantage of some first-time deals. Unless the,
0: the person that was in the house before you was like blacklisted on HelloFresh. Oh, no. Okay. But well, you, hopefully I, not. I was, I was saying that another cheeky thing that you can do is if you live in like an apartment duplex – you can like order it for your next door no, neighbor. Oh, that's okay. So and then weird. you can sneak out and get it.
1: <laughs> then your neighbor can't get it. <laughs> before, before Yeah. I think that might uh, be a bit okay, too much.
0: Okay, I just took it too far. That's, whoa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We okay. weren't gonna share that one on Naughty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's a trade secret. Damn <laughs>
2: what if one of my new neighbors is listening? Oh no. Oh wow. And
0: they've ordered you Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I haven't met go. the
2: neighbors yet, Owen. Okay. Anyway, I wow. did have that another t- thing. That's one. a
1: good one. Yeah. Thanks so anyway. Anytime. Just popped in my head. Um, I had another one that was completely different. So, I like to wear nice clothes and they're pretty expensive sometimes. Um, and then you also end up with a lot of A lot them. of clothes, yeah. Yeah, and I really don't have much space. So, this is something like I haven't really done a lot of, but I want to in the future. Um, there's this place called Mutual Muse. It's a shop and they buy your clothes off you. Okay. So, it has to be kind of like uh, – Nice quality clothes. So, you can't really go in and take in like a cotton on pair of jeans or whatever. It needs to be-
0: Okay. Damn it, I'm out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just like a, yeah, nicer quality clothes and they have a list of what they do accept. So, you go on their website, Mutual News, and you make an appointment with them um, and they'll tell you like if your clothes are sellable or not. Um, And then you get either cash, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like a 30% whatever you get off- Whatever they offer. Yep. Um, or you can get a store credit to buy clothes that are in their store as well. And it's all like secondhand clothes. So it's nice because it's sustainable as well. Um, yeah. And it's Reuse. cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And it's cheaper than buying, like, you know, go to Gorman or something and it's a $500 shirt and it'll be like an $80 shirt instead. So <laughs> yep.
0: just checked also on their website is Gander. So I cannot do that. Oh, damn. Some other <laughs> Dotties on here, Kate. Deck Juba. You can't. No thanks, they say. Yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. not
1: for the fast fashion brands, but if you have like a label or something, you can go to them and they'll buy it off you.
0: The thing is, there's only two stores, Monique. So, that's like- so there's
1: a Brunswick and a Thornbury. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like other places that do this. This is the only one. That's the only one that I know of.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, sometimes you can sell clothes like, vintage stores or, yeah. like, secondhand but nice brand stores.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, you can even sell clothes on, like, Marketplace and stuff for, like, your cotton-ons and stuff. I know there's heaps of people that buy stuff off Marketplace.
2: Yeah. yeah. And there's even Facebook groups, not that I'm in any, for particular brands as well. Um, yeah. Like, for fans of Mimco or for fans of Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, things, kind of so. search the
1: brands and then people go on there and be like, I've got – this last season jumper or whatever, and they'll pop it on the Facebook group for people to buy.
0: Yeah, cool. So I can I don't know how to pronounce these brands, but Johnny <laughs> was. They've got Acne Studios. Yeah. Is it INCU? Incu? In, I don't know how to say it. just Inku, discovering yeah. Cool's fashion. Club, Miranda Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, APC. Okay, so yeah, cool. It's a really cool website too. Yeah. Yeah, And, and you like, can do it from interstate. You can actually sell what yeah, post. Yeah,
1: I think you can get yep, post, yep.
0: Yeah, okay. So,
1: it's all there on the website as well. So, they have it all in step-by-step form of instructions. Um, it is a little bit of effort. I know Kate just said before. <laughs> it was shooting that, it down. Know, could not be bothered doing that. Oh, my God. you have
2: to, do you <laughs> to go there? I just go straight to the op shop, but yeah, that doesn't actually fair. save you any money. It just helps yeah. recycle the clothing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's sure, just a little good. bit of – it's cool because you can just get money back for your clothes as well. It's just an easy – it, to me, it's an easy process. <laughs> yeah.
0: And if you see the way Monique dresses, you uh, know, <laughs> we're recording this in video, you'll know that she's got a good fashion sense. I so love a good Something outfit. different every week. <laughs> so, it's perfect for people that do, you know, take yeah. pride in finding something nice to wear. Yeah. Great. I like it. Kate, do you like it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. I was unsure if it. you liked it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. what about you, Kate? What do you got for the money and chill?
2: Well, this month. I think the first one is a public service announcement that I'm collecting Whoa. house saving tips. So savings tips for mortgages, for saving on your bills, saving on your pets, saving on your food mm-hmm. uh, for an upcoming episode. So if you have any, please send them to, through to me via Insta DM. Our Insta handles Rask Australia or uh, via email at podcast at Rask, R-A-S-K dot com dot au. Because mm-hmm. I want to have a jam packed episode of how to save money uh, at home. Yep. So that's going to be a big episode Um, and also very self-serving because (laughs) I want to save money uh, in a new place. Um, But I guess my tips this month is using the Coles and the Woolies website to find recipes because usually their recipes are fairly simple. Even a bad cook like me can cook most of them Mm -hmm. and they don't have that many ingredients like some of those fancy cookbooks you see Mm -hmm. uh, have 30 or 40 oh, I don't ingredients. know how to select those, yeah. And they don't have pictures, whereas who has time? the Coles oh, and the Woolworths websites always have pictures and they make the recipes fairly simple and the ingredients are always in stock. You don't have to go hunting at a market to find the ingredients. So that's my tip. Um, and also planning meals out in advance is being helpful to me mm-hmm. at the moment. And we also had a listener suggestion off the back of our last episode um, that often those local food v- fruit veggie grocers can be cheaper than woolies or coles at the moment so that's another suggestion or going to your market i know pran market does a huge fruit and veggie box for 25 30 dollars um, and it's jam-packed of fresh fruit and produce so that's this is a cool idea this is pran well.
0: market in melbourne by the way um you just go down you buy the box right and they fill it up for you yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. easy walk so- in
0: walk out with a box
2: yeah. And I think my <laughs> other last tip is just remember that if your life circumstances change, that's probably a good time for you to redo your budget. So not trying to fit your old life um and your new life like into the same budget. So if something changes, like maybe you get a housemate or you move in with someone or you move locations or you change from renting to buying or vice versa, you get a new job. Like that might be a good opportunity to go, okay, I'm gonna sit down and revisit my budget and what expenses look like. Is
0: is this because you had like a shock when you bought your own house?
2: (laughs) Well, I'm still trying to work out what the new budget looks like because I haven't received all of my first bills yet. So that will be a process of like working out what does that look like? Some of the bills are quarterly. So working like, what's that on a monthly basis and how does that all work out? So that probably will take me a couple of months Mm -hmm. to work that out. But I just think it's important not to try to fit your old life like your new life into your old budget like do, th- you can review this and change it
0: do you do a monthly budget is that typically how you operate
2: um i'm pretty loose generally i'm more in the buckets of um, very loose essentials like the 50 30 20 budget mm-hmm. what we've talked about in the show different percentages but more like the bills the things that are wants the things that are needs and the things that you're saving and investing for but I'll work it out. I'll see what, see how expensive life gets. We
0: did glaze over one thing you said, which was coals and woolies. Yeah. Recipes. What have you cooked so far? Anything? Or have you just found recipes?
2: I found a lot of recipes and taken Mm. notes of them, but I did cook this uh, easy, easy pasta dish that involved uh, frozen peas and corn an onion and noodles, some cheese. Some milk.
1: Doesn't HelloFresh also have the re- recipes that you can just look at anytime? Yes. Also, you we go. use yeah.
2: HelloFresh recipe cards because they're usually fairly affordable.
0: Yeah. yeah. By yeah. those ingredients. And you've so. tried them <laughs> once before. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: Sometimes it can be a bit hard because it says one sachet or one packet. And you don't, unless you write down when you got the packet originally, you don't quite know how many grams. You can't remember what it is. So yeah. it's, if you really like something, you should take notes. Yeah. Like yeah. it says this much spice blend. You kind of have to work out what's the equivalent for that
0: yeah the best thing that i ever found i think it was on oh, maybe it was taste.com.au i don't know if that's called oh, that's another good or whatever recipe. but um it's like pancakes banana pancakes it's banana egg and flour oh,
1: i've done that before the three that's ingredient so
0: pancakes it's like the best <laughs> yeah, ever
1: yeah
0: and it's super simple <laughs> i it's love super three simple. ingredient recipes yeah, just put them favorite. all together yeah whip <laughs> it up boom in the pan there you go sunday morning uh-huh there you go okay cool well that's that's pretty good so mine you? is a tough act to follow
2: you're gonna save some money
0: yeah, so hopefully. Um, so I've kept mine. Um, really, it's a mystery. Uh, but I will just said, I mean, I, we, we do have like a public service announcement in just a minute. But we have enrolled 16,000 students okay. in RAS courses, which is a huge achievement. In fact, as I report this, 16,104 students have enrolled yeah, cool. in RAS courses. So kudos. That is awesome. It's a huge effort and it's taken us a couple years to get here. Um, we've got people enrolling in the new road trip courses, which is great to see. Um, we've got people enrolling in the get started investing course by Equity Mates, uh, as well as all of our family favourites like our savings courses, our share investing and valuation courses. They're all there, which is it's just awesome. Like the the valuation course on RASC Education, I actually made that. I think it was like twenty seventeen. Well- so, and people like are still watching those videos and it's fantastic. So uh, if you haven't already enrolled in a course, please, it helps us. We, in no financial way, we actually just <laughs> take pride in watching that number go higher every day. Um, yeah. Okay. So my tip is very, very relevant for the mm-hmm. three of us. And it actually is probably one of the, the biggest things you can do. And you probably won't even realize how easy it is. Mm-hmm. It's this. Change your mortgage repayments from monthly to fortnightly or weekly.
2: Why? You pay more.
0: You pay more because there are only 12 months in a year, mm-hmm. but there are 26 fortnights and 52 weeks. So, the way it works out is if you change it after a year, you've actually paid an extra month off of your mortgage. That's so smart. And the difference is on a $400,000 mortgage, it's four years. I think you save about like seventy dollars or $80,000 of interest too, mm. but- Four years is what you save from just making that switch. So yes, it does cost you more. It actually does cost you more. But if you do your budget fortnightly or you get paid fortnightly or weekly or whatever, this is a no-brainer. You can just switch it over. Um, and so you can speak to your bank about this. Or you could use the offset account where you start to drop money into the offset account yep. regularly. Um, because that's so you can
2: actually change where your mortgage repayments I Paid yeah. from, so I've linked mine up to my offset account, yep. so I don't have to think about it. Yeah, and yeah, you can change it to weekly, fortnightly, monthly in there easy. pretty easily.
0: Combank coming through with so the goods, <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't you,
1: didn't even know you didn't
0: do that. It? I'm gonna actually do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, so it's a super easy win. Because you think about it, if you're paying off more, you're paying less interest, and that's you know when you go to those um, repayment calculators on the bank websites, and they say if you just paid an extra hundred bucks, Mm -hmm. this is basically what this is. So you're doing you're just doing that like automatically without even realizing, uh, and you're paying you know heaps off your mortgage really quickly. That is particularly important for people that have new mortgages because it's in the first four to five years when you'll save the most. So yeah, that's my that's my savings. That's beautiful hack. Same Very similar, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> How are with you it. gonna beat that one now? <laughs> I don't know. I, well,
2: well, it's think, better than your jokes. So well, there we
0: go. <laughs> oh, I think the creativity is the best part because um, you know, like with the HelloFresh is pretty creative. Like you mm-hmm. send a box to a friend, yep. and um, <laughs> you know they you, they save hundred bucks. You save twenty five. That's pretty good. Um, the clothes, even like legumes, Kate. Getting yes. creative with yeah. legumes. I've Just bought good a few cans of, of things.
2: Frozen veggies in the freezer. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to get some vegetables in without having to think too hard. People
0: always say it's so expensive to eat healthy. It's actually not. it is I throw. I'm a. I I think like if you're looking for hearty meal. Yes, you might not have meat in there, which is the most lentils, expensive. Lentils, just lentils, lentils all lentils, day. mate. I
1: love lentils.
2: Lentils. You can like, make lentil mince, lentil pies, like, yeah, so yeah. Many lentil salads, bean salads. Yeah, there's a lot of things.
0: Seventy cents do. a can. Oh,
2: love it, bro.
1: Love it, bro. So yeah,
0: you can uh, tacos. Eat all day. Yeah. Well, Yum. well, actually, not lately, but um, yeah. like yeah. in my, I made um, burritos the other night, and I mm. put uh, like baked beans in, okay. and um, mixed beans so much easier than filling it up with mince. Yeah. And it still tastes the same. Anyway, yeah. You pretty put simple, all the
1: spices in and it tastes like mince. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. you don't it's have simple. to worry
2: about your meat not being fully cooked. There you go. You just whack <laughs> it that's in. is a good yeah. tip whack if you're Whack a it in, heat <laughs> up, mate. It's good to I go. I have to have
1: a meat thermometer because I'm too scared that I'm going to undercook oh, anything. Gosh. So oh, really? I have a meat thermometer. Yeah. I just have dry chicken
2: to <laughs> oh, <no>. avoid <laughs> salmonella. No,
0: just put the knife in and if it runs clear, then you know it's good. I don't trust
1: that method. I need the thermometer to tell me that temperature of the oh, meat yeah
2: okay
0: yeah yeah right okay interesting <laughs> well we're all a little bit different okay Kate. i think there's a bit of um some interesting reads and resources for people to yes. follow on with
2: no a podcast i've been really enjoying recently is called deep dive with ali abdal he's mm-hmm. from the uk i'm pretty sure he's a Ooh, really cool english guy. accent Yes. He was a doctor and he's now a full-time oh, YouTuber.
0: Right. Wow. <laughs> Kate Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> um, but, no, he has some really great insights and he gets amazing guests on his podcast. They dive deep into life and they really make you think. And I love podcasts that you can listen to while you're going for a walk or a run on the weekend that just make you think and mm-hmm. make you pause and reflect on life and the way you do things and get you out of the status quo and just – working on autopilot. So I'd really recommend that. I've also um, just listened to an audiobook. book. Um, I'm not sure if the book podcast will come out before or after this, but it's called The Little Book of Behavioural Investing. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good audiobook. It's especially relevant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you might even enjoy it,
1: Monique. Oh, yes? yes. I need to listen to something while I'm crocheting, so I might do that. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be a good crochet, crochet, crochet. listen.
2: Um, there's some good activities in there and a lot of research about the way we – think as investors and how to overcome some of those or at least put strategies in place to overcome those behavioral biases and a lot of it comes to like low-cost automated investing and keeping things simple mm-hmm. so very similar to what we talk about here
1: yeah awesome
0: cool like it nice well um there's a new podcast we'll put links in the show notes to all this stuff uh, we might even have links to the courses as well the new rest road trip courses in there uh, as well as Uh, Monique's website which is kind of cool sell your clothes Uh, if you do use anything like that we'd love to hear about it we get to this episode every month mainly myself (laughs) and I'm looking for ideas so if you do have any ideas please drop them in the RAS Facebook group or if you're a RAS ETFs member in our discussion boards there in other words let's wait until next month and see what else we've got yeah okay Kate Monique
2: thanks for joining me thanks for listening so good